What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Kmart. Welcome you back to another episode of the 310 Podcast. Today, um, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit of sports, a tad bit, but for the most part today, I kind of want to focus a little bit more on, yes, parenthood, that, that great old thing that a lot of us, we deal with. Um, just, I really just want to just kind of give you guys kind of my experiences on kind of what I've been dealing with over the last two years. Um, also kind of just want to also give a couple shout outs um, and just kind of just, hey, talk about my kids. Um, they're so special to me and I kind of want to give them they're just just do so yeah this is a little special show i mean we are going to talk a little bit of sports not going to be that much but hey we'll get a little bit of something in there uh we're talking about um the sixers and the nets the trade that finally shipped ben simmons out of brotherly love and bringing james harden from brooklyn Philadelphia and how that would impact the East and kind of how that would impact both teams. I'll also be talking about uh, Tom Brady and his waffling. Tom Brady's in the news again, um, hitting possibly of a return. So, hey, we're going to get into these subjects. So sit back, relax, and let's get it. All right, everybody. Hey, we're back. We're back. And so, hey, let's jump it right into it. So, on February 10th, 2022, the um, 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets finally came to an agreement on sending disgruntled uh, superstars James Harden, I'm sorry, Ben Simmons to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. Those are the two star, the, the two big principles of the deal. Um, the deal includes uh, Ben Simmons along with Seth Curry and Andre Drummond along with two first round picks going to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden and power forward slash center Paul Millsap Um, personally I actually like the deal for the Sixers um, because in a sense they are in a win now situation with Joel Embiid Um, a lot of people they have questions about his knees will his knees like hold up over time so right now they feel hey this is like the best time as anybody as, as any to make a move like that and bring a perennial all-star someone who can take the pressure off and be and someone who's reliable at the line and can actually shoot in James Harden and honestly like I said I mean I, I, I love the deal um, I think the Sixers they, like I said, they they definitely they definitely have improved. I know people were concerned about them losing Drummond, but I mean, in a sense, that that was has already been taken care of because they've already picked up um, DeAndre Jordan off the off the the buyout list. So, I mean, that kind of solves that issue right there. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, James Harden wasn't able to uh, opt into his uh, into his deal next year, so he will be a free agent. However. I definitely expect he, he and Daryl Morey to kind of get something set up to where um, they lock him in for maybe about two to like three, maybe four years. Um, and basically, yeah, just just kind of have him stay in Philly. Um, will it work out? No. Um, I mean, for the for the now, I think it could it can it definitely can it will work out because one. I think James Harden's a little bit motivated to finally try to get over that hump and win a championship ring. You also you also know like Joel Embiid. I mean, his desires to uh, to win a championship 
I mean, even before the trade, I mean, B was playing on it, was on an MVP tear. I mean, he had been, like, destroying the league. And right now, I mean, the Sixers, they've moved up in the standings, I believe. But before the trade, I believe they were in the fifth spot. Now they moved up to uh, to second. Um, they're actually uh, 4-1 since the, since the trade, while the Brooklyn Nets have lost four straight. Um, in terms of the Nets, um, my thing about it is... Ben Simmons, he has the potential. However, I mean, we've talked about that word potential on this show so many times. I mean, that's probably, that's like the scariest word in sports is potential because, yeah, you you have the potential, you have the tools to do it, but can you actually perform and do it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've seen Ben kind of fold under pressure uh, last year um, in Game 7 versus the Hawks, and and you saw how he's been throughout the duration of the offseason and into this season. I mean, mind you, he hasn't been played at all because of his holdout and the fact that he has made it clear that he does not want to play for the Sixers because he's low-key kind of butthurt off of Joel Embiid because he believed Joel, Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers threw him under the bus. And you know what? I mean, he may he may have a point because, yeah, Game 7, I mean, they kind of, they definitely didn't, have a ringing endorsement of him but however I mean that's sports and honestly I mean his um his refusal to dunk with I mean why he's right one or another basket was a big reason why they lost so yeah I mean it's a lot of questions on Ben Simmons the fact that I mean he has not developed a jump shot yet I mean the man has been in the lead for I believe four years if I'm in like I say give or take but the fact of the matter, I believe me, he's basically the same player he's been since he's came into the league. I mean, true, I mean, true. I mean, he's 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 a, a very solid defensive player, a good um has good court vision. But the fact of the matter, there are times when teams they're playing four and five when um, they're playing five on four when they play Philly, and so and and like I said, and that's just due to the fact that Ben Simmons just won't shoot. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's no, I really don't know because the dude has all the talent in the world, and you've seen him shoot. I mean, if you haven't, go YouTube um, Ben Simmons Summer League or Ben Simmons uh, offseason shooting, Ben or just shoot Ben Simmons shooting in general, and you'll see. I mean, he 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 he'll shoot it. Like when he's playing against these 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 Joes and. In, in these summer leagues or in these little um, in these little rec centers or, or in the gym, but but when when the lights are, are the brightest, I don't know what it is. I really really don't. I mean, like that. I mean, he has the tools to do so. However, he just won't do it. So um, and now the Nets they're, they're dealing with Ben. Mind you, KD just got back like two games ago and. The Nets are like I said. I mean, they're they're they they've lost four straight since um well they've lost four straight in general and over their last ten games they're only three and seven and right now where they stand I mean they're in the ninth in the ninth spot in the East which is in a sense of the playoff the playoff tournament which I mean me personally I'm definitely hoping they can maybe squeeze into that seventh spot and we can and and me personally I will and and if God loves me enough. He will, he will give me a Sixers-Nets playoff series. I need that. I need that because I have a 
bunch of Sixers fans. <laughs> and I got a couple Nets fans. And they and and it's like when they get together, it's war. They they go at each other. And me personally, I would love to see a Nets Sixers playoff series. I, I I need that. I need that. So, um, but like I said, I mean, when will Ben Simmons play? We don't know because now he quote unquote has stiffness. And honestly, at the end of the day, he doesn't want to play in Philly because they have a game coming up on March 10th, and Simmons doesn't want to face. Philadelphia crowd because yeah he basically gave up on them and mind you I mean I've seen people who have said that dude of uh, that that Ben had, uh, the Sixers fans ran him out no they did not the Sixers fans did not run him out because majority majority of the fan base and mind you I know a lot of them I know a lot of them they man they basically coddled Ben ever since he's been here they have coddled that man and they they have, they have hardly ever put the pressure on him to develop uh, to develop his game. They've caught on him. They have allowed him to basically just play play this this the same way that he's played since he's been a rookie. And yeah, I mean, a, and after what happened against Atlanta, yeah, darn right that they that they had every right to turn on him because dude, you man, you like I said, I mean the everything starts coming out. I mean, like, 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 like they say, hey, you make your name in the playoffs, and basically, that separates the men from the boys. And we saw in that playoff series against Atlanta what Ben Simmons was about. So, like I said, um, he doesn't want to face the Philly crowd, and eventually, he's going to have to come back, especially if they're playing the playoffs. So, my thing is though, you might, you might as well just take your take, take it now, and get it over with because. In a sense, I mean, you're gonna have to face them, and you definitely and and you definitely don't want that to come if indeed that they do meet in the playoffs. So that's it. That's pretty much all I really have to say about that. But well, real quick, I mean, and right now, I mean, the way the way the standings are shaping out, I mean, like I said, I mean, Miami's number one, Philly's number two, um, Milwaukee is number three. They've um, they've come they've come on. They've won four straight. The Bulls, my Bulls, my Bulls, my Bulls. Injuries, injuries, and inconsistent play has severely kicked our butt. Uh, we're we're sitting in the fourth spot. Uh, we've lost uh, four four uh, four straight, and we got of course we got the Sixers coming up tomorrow, and it's not really looking good right now. I'm, I'm definitely hoping that this team can survive past these injuries. Uh, they do have kind of a soft schedule for these next three games. They're at Detroit. They're at home for. Mate uh, for Cleveland, which Cle- I mean, you can't really call Cleveland um, uh, lightning anymore because they they drastically improved this year. And then you have you play out in Sacramento. Matter of fact, the Bulls they go out on the West Coast. They go on a three game West Coast swing um, before coming back to face um, Toronto. So it's 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 a, it's going to be a rough stretch for my Bulls. It's definitely going to be a rough stretch. Um, like I mean, um, Car- uh, Caruso's out. And uh, Lonzo's out, so I mean, yeah, we've definitely my squad has definitely been killed by by the injury bug. Uh, I mean, we're only what a game like a game up on Boston, and two games up on Cleveland. So this is the time. I mean, the Bulls they got to figure out a way to kind of get the uh, to kind of right the ship, or shoot, if it it could I mean they they could slide maybe all the way to the seventh spot. So we'll see what happens. 
Um, in other news, uh, one thing I did want to talk about is arguably the GOAT, Patrick Brady, as Skip Bayless calls him. Um, he's back in the news again, kind of hitting on possibly returning to play next season. Uh, and Bruce Arians, um, they interviewed him at the uh, at the um, at the scouting combine, and they said, "Hey, if Brady wants to come back, I mean, he's playing for the Buccaneers." And someone asked him, "What would it take to get him?" Arians said, five first round picks." And honestly, I don't I don't blame him. I mean, because you think about it, Brady's still under contract with them, and yeah, I mean, even though that roster's going to definitely look a little bit different next year because I me, mean, one, Chris Godwin's out. Um, AB is no longer there. There's going to be some free agents, including uh, playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette. Um, a couple of players on the defense um, are free agents. So that team is definitely going to look different. However, I mean, they play in the NFC South. And, and if Brady does somehow come back and play for the Bucks, I mean, is his competition is not going to be that that difficult. Um, I mean, this, of course, the Saints, they don't have no QB. The Falcons, I mean, Matt Ryan, I mean, but at the end of the day, he's pretty much at the end of his rope. And who else is on that division? Carolina? Mm, no, 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 no. That's that's not good. That, no, that's not going to do it. So, I mean, if he comes back, I mean, he'll have, he I mean, he'll definitely have, um, he'll, uh, the, the Bucks will, will definitely be favored to win that division. But uh, from what I'm hearing is that, I mean, he may want to go to San Francisco. I mean, everybody knows, I mean, Brady grew up in uh, San Mateo. I'm a big 49er fan, big Joe Montana fan. And I think that's his, his, his way to kind of cap his career is to um, play for the 49ers. They help them win the Super Bowl. And mind you, I mean, if somehow, they, if they do get Brady, I mean, man, that will push the Niners to the head of the class of the NFC because, I mean, you already see me. They are right there. I mean, they're they're like one, they're a drive away from um, going to the Super Bowl. And they've been uh, two out of the, and, and they were just there a couple years ago. So, I mean, they have a solid defense, a solid running game. Kyle Shanahan is an outstanding play caller. The thing about, and the, and the thing is, uh, I mean, even though Brady's not the, the the fleet is a fleet, but I mean, a lot of uh, Shanahan's play calls are kind of like what Brady likes to do is like hit, go like it hit, hit like the intermediate route, like the check downs, um, hit um, play there like right in the middle. So could it work? It definitely could because I mean, you put Brady with Debo and George Kittle in the crew, yeah, that'll that, that that is definitely that'll probably possibly be the odds on favorite to to represent the NFC is the Niners. So I mean it, it'll definitely take a large haul for get him. But I know this though. I mean I definitely know they're not bringing Jimmy G back. So it looks like it may be the Trey Lance show unless they somehow can get a trade for Brady. But we'll see what happens with that. So um, I'm gonna take a quick break and so I'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it. So, this is the sentimental part of the show. <laughs> um, I want to get into parenthood. Um, as many of you know that um, I do, I have two little ones um, within the last two years. Um, man, they are the light of my life. 
and my goodness, I couldn't imagine life. Uh, I mean, I know how life was before them, but it's definitely hard to see life without them, especially since they've been here. Um, oh, but I mean, I, parenthood is something, especially over the last two years, something that I've learned that there's no playbook to. I mean, you kind of have to just take everything as it comes. You can't really prepare for nothing. You just have to just watch it happen. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's no. And one of the things is that it, one of the things that I mean, I guess, I guess the way like my mom and dad they they did it was. I mean, it seemed like they parented us so effortlessly, and. Probably if you ask them, yeah, there's definitely some some parts where it's like parent this parenting stuff is very difficult. But nah, I mean, I just don't know how they how the heck they did it, but they did it. Um, I'm going through it right now with two little ones, and unlike my sister and I, we were close and we're we're six years apart. My kids, they're literally 14 months apart, so it's a definite, definite, it's a different dynamic on what's going on here than what like my parents were um, had to deal with. See me with with my sister and I. I mean, they had time to kind of get me situated, concentrate on me, make sure get me built up before my sister came. Um, on in this situation, it's more of like it's like. We're working on Kaysen, getting him situated, and before, like, and, and unexpectedly, we find out we're pregnant with Imani, and this, that's, yeah, that was definitely, we definitely uh, took a, a, a drastic turn, because my wife and I, we had talked about having a second kid, I mean, personally, I was actually cool with just one, I was just cool, I mean, I got my son, I'm good, I don't need to have no more kids. But, I mean, everybody started talking to me about, you need to have a second. He's going to be bored. He, um, he's going to want to have a sibling. And honestly, you know what? I, I understood that because I remember when I was younger, I wanted, I asked my parents, hey, can, I want a brother. And eventually they ended up having my sister. But, yeah, I mean... I'm kind of glad now. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely glad that it happened the way it did, so that one, like I said, I mean, they're closer and they're close together in age. So I mean, hopefully, I pray, I pray that they're they're that that they're tight. They have a real tight connection, and, and honestly, I can see it already because I, I will say this: Kason, I love the fact that Kason loves his sister. He loves her because, like, every morning. Or like whenever he wakes up from a nap or something like that, or if he's been gone, the first person he wants to see is not me, not my wife, it's his sister. He'll come in, he'll say, "Baby, baby," and he'll 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 look for his sister. He'll give her he'll he'll say, "Hi, baby," and he'll reach down, he'll give her a hug, he'll give her a kiss, and yeah, and she loves it. She loves it. And she loves, and you can tell, yeah, she loves him too because I have so many pictures of he's standing there, like, or he's sitting down, like, right there, right next to her, and 
he's not even paying attention, but she's looking at him, and you can see the you can see how much she adores him. It's just by the look in her eyes when she's just looking at him. She's smiling. It's just it's just a sparkle in her eye when she's near her brother. So I mean, I pray, I pray that 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 continues, especially as they get as they get older. Um, one of the things is though. <laughs> I know, like my, my my son, he's kind of at the age where he's like kind of roughhousing a little bit. But it's like we have to tell him, like, "Hey, get off your sister! Get off your sister! Don't do that to your sister! Don't jump on your sister's head! Stop climbing on her backs! Don't throw the ball at her!" And I know he, I mean, it, it's all in good fun. He's trying. He just he wants her. He wants her to interact with him. But I also said, "Hey, you get older." I said, "Your sister's gonna remember all this," and then. Don't be mad at me. Don't don't be mad when she put you in a headlock or something because I ain't helping you because I told you not to do it. And I told him, I said, you, you better not hit her back. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I, mean, I, I just really just hope that their that their connection stays strong. And I know that's one of the things my my wife and I, we definitely want them to continue to build that bond with one another because at the end of the day, Ultimately, when me, my wife and I are gone, I mean, it's just going to be those two. And they're going to need each other. They're going to need each other to lean on. Um, I pray that they become best friends. And they just continue to stick with one, stick with one another. Um, <laughs> and so, um, for those who don't know, um, uh, we actually have three kids that we claim. Um, of course, we claim the two that we have, but however, we have one who unfortunately couldn't, didn't make it. Um, his name is Carson, and this, like I said, this is for those who may be new to the show who just who, who just don't know. But um, back in 20, 2018, um, after we found out that, well, after well, I found out a, maybe about a week or two after burying my father is that we were expecting. Um, a baby which was very surprising very emotional um everything was good up until six months um my wife she was out in california um handling some business uh she was with my mom uh, i remember my mom telling me she really oh i really wasn't up or anything she was just taking a nap and she had been sleeping all day and personally i mean i'm thinking like okay she's just been she's been sleep she's sleepy I mean, because I mean, that's my wife. My wife, she's she'll sleep at the job. She'll go to sleep at the job of a dime, and she will sleep through a hurricane. So it's like when my wife, my mom brought that up. I really didn't really put too much emphasis on it because I mean, that's just who she is. I mean, that's that's what my wife is. So um, and I remember this. This is um, and mind you, like we had just um, uh, celebrated the our what, what would have been our son's third birthday last week but um and i remember the the night that evening very vividly um we were i was actually um just left the sun's game they just beaten the lakers with my cousin and his wife who is oddly enough my wife's cousin and so we were and i'm sorry my nephew we were at um we went to go eat and we're ordering some food and all of a sudden my mom called me 
and no I'm sorry no my sister called me and said that my mom had to take my wife to the hospital because um, she wasn't feeling well and she had a seizure while at the hospital and I'm like I'm like whoa 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 it's kind of one of those things that kind of hit you like a ton of bricks and it's like you're trying to scramble to kind of process this whole information because everything just came so quickly so I had to leave um, I'm trying to find flights out to LA um, unfortunately it was like 10 some at night and well 9 10 some at night and basically all the flights to LA were all gone so I was like alright you know what I'm out and so I ran back to our, our apartment uh, went and packed a bag of clothes and mind you everybody's telling me Curtis wait, wait, till, okay, okay, wait till the morning wait till the morning wait till the morning no sense of you driving and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. My no, my wife is my wife is down and she no, I'm I'm no. So packed up club, hit the freeway, hit the 10 freeway, and I was flying. I was literally flying down the freeway. And thank God, cause I mean, thank God one, I mean, I didn't crash or anything, or the fact matter I didn't even get a ticket. I think and mind you, this is like around midnight and I'm flying. And yeah. Yeah. This is one of those things where yeah, I the adrenaline started to kick in and I was wide awake. And so it took me about five hours. And I think honestly, I think it may have been like four because I was flying. So get to the hospital on that on that Sunday morning and and they take me to my wife and she sees that I'm there and we start talking and she says I lost the baby um of course yeah I was hurt very devastated um tried to one support her but also dying inside in a sense because it's like what you wanted something that you desperately wanted was no longer there and mind you my wife she had well what they diagnosed her with uh, was she had a seizure and mind you my wife had never have ever had a seizure in her life and has not had one since thank god um yeah she was diagnosed with preeclampsia along with health help syndrome um it's one of those things that it just happens in pregnant women um there's really no rhyme or reason and it's not it's just one of the things that just hits you and and so and I'm sorry that was actually on a Saturday yes I got there on a Sunday and so like I said so trying to trying to digest everything that's happening and try to stay strong and trying to keep your wife from breaking down because I mean she had to go like a whole full day with having a a dead child just there in her womb that and I don't know how she did it I don't know how she was able to kind of maintain I know I would have been a wreck I would have been a wreck 
but no, she held strong. She was a trooper. Um, the next day, I was early on Monday, and he was born. Uh, my baby boy named Carson, and he came out. I was happy to see him, and I'm just like trying to just like just wake wake up, make a move, make a sound, do something, do something. No mas, no mas, no mas, no mas, and it was tough. That was definitely tough. Uh, I remember shortly after delivery. I don't know. It was just something that just clicked in both of us and we both said we need help we're gonna need some help with this and mind you I mean nothing was really going on in our marriage to where where if we didn't do this I mean our marriage is gonna ultimately is gonna suffer however we both know that we couldn't deal with this just by ourselves we need to get some professional help so we signed up for uh, therapy which I mean we still go to uh, from time to time now but um, we go and we went and shout out to Dr. Abby. She's been great. She helped us through uh, a lot. And it's, I mean, we we made it to this point. I mean, in the next, then it's funny because like a few months later, we decided we we're going to try again. Come to find out we did get pregnant. However, it was in the topic, was called in the topic, in the topic pregnancy. And what that is, is that when the egg gets fertilized in the fallopian tube, which, as, you, as everybody knows, is supposed to get fertilized down in in the cervix area. And, however, if that does, if, if, once, if that does happen, then if the egg if it continues to grow it can rupture the fallopian tube which can cause a bit some major issues so of course we had to get that taken care of which it was kind of like another double blow but it's like okay okay so eventually we try again um in 20 um later on that year we end up finding out we were pregnant with casein um Man, that that pregnancy was kind of stressful in a sense, especially leading up to the sixth month. Like I, like I think like once we got past that sixth month, that was like a major hurdle, and we were like after that part, we felt pretty comfortable that we were gonna make it through, and so eventually we did. He came, perfect health. Um, man, <laughs> my my baby boy came. And that's why we call him our rainbow baby. It's because, yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. Like having a baby after a miscarriage or a death of an infant is they that's what they call an infant baby. I mean, I'm sorry, a rainbow baby. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, like I said, then it's funny because, like, like I said, we we definitely didn't expect for Imani to come. However, um course covid and mind you these both these kids as you guys know all know too well they're covid babies and of course um um covid's running rapid uh i knew well my sister who of course everybody knows that works for the 49ers she had to come stay out here and so i'm thinking like shoot man my sister about to be here for a month 
kind of gonna be kind of hard to kind of get it in so you know what hey let's go so like leading up to when she came in december of uh 2020 it was like hey let's go i'm like rabbits and yeah come to find out um, i found out on christmas when my wife she actually surprised me and mind you um I was in I was I was in a I was in a rush um in a rough stage at that point because well I don't want to say rough stage but I just I was feeling like dog crap because I had laryngitis and for those who have never had laryngitis it's like trying to swallow it's trying to swallow well it's kind of like trying to swallow uh glass that's how it feels like when you try to talk it's just like it's just a scratchy scraping feeling in your throat and mind you, I couldn't even eat my mom's cooking. And for those who know me, they know how much I love my mom's cooking. So to me, not being able to have that around Christmas time, that was like torture. So, um, with that, um like I said, me, um, my wife, she gave me the, my final Christmas gift and it said expected in 2022. I'm like, what? I said, you're pregnant? And I'm just, I'm just bawling because it's just, I was totally unexpected, totally shocked. The fact that I was feeling like dog crap didn't help. It was just a whole bunch of emotions kind of came over me. Um, but it was, it was something. It was really something. And then a few months later, discovering that, I mean, mind you, I wanted, I wanted another boy because it's like, all right, cool. I, I get my boys. They, they can tag team. They can do all the fun boy stuff i can put them on <coughs> i can put them on uh the same basketball team same football team they can just go up together and just be boys and nah the man of serious series had some had some totally different lined up for me made me he blesses with the i said hey you guys are having a girl and mind you mind you me and my wife we we didn't believe it we did not believe it because it's like both Carson, Carson and Kason were boys. We're just thinking like, all right, look, we gonna just have boys. And so my wife was like, look, yeah, I'm not gonna believe it until like the baby actually comes out. And so, yeah, I mean, even the doctor said, no, you're having a girl. You guys are having a girl. And so um, the pregnancy went very well she was born without any hiccups and of course yes she was a girl and the crazy part is I just and sat back and thought like dude I'm really a girl dad and I think that's why Kobe and Gigi's passing kind of hits me a little bit more now because Kobe was doing something with his daughter and which I can easily see myself doing with my daughter and Mind you, I love my son. I love my son, and I love him to the day I die. Give him the shirt on my back. Give him my life. But it's something about that that little girl. Woo-wee. My goodness, my goodness. And people told me, people told me that little girl gonna have, she gonna have you whipped. And I'm like, man, nah. I said, man, I love. I said, I'm gonna love my children all the same. And mind you, I do just something with that little girl that just has me like I don't know what it is I don't know I mean I guess it really is something with dads and girls 
and, and their little girls. It's just, I don't, it's just a bond. And I see it. I see when I look in her eyes that, I mean, she looks at me as her protector and someone who's going to be her first, her first demonstration. Her, I mean, as her first, like, like demonstration of a, of what a man and what a, a guy is supposed to be and how he's supposed to treat her. And I know my son, he definitely looks at me as someone to idolize and someone to look up to. And I know that he looks at his mom as a woman and how and how how to, to treat and respect a woman. And that's one of the things though is that we're definitely trying to train our children up right. Um, treating them how to respect both men and women and everybody, not just a specific gene um a specific creed or anything definitely uh, teaching them how to raise them up right and how to respect one another to love one another um and I, it's funny because i mean i i see that they they're getting it a little bit especially my son he's definitely getting it because i mean for one i mean i just i can see in his personality that i mean he's going to be a social butterfly i can see that right now because now he's at the stage of where course he's talking but he's saying hi and bye to everybody i mean he'll do it to complete strangers in like i said in in the store in the mall he'll say hi bye hi bye and i mean that's cool i mean hey i'm i'm definitely glad i'm definitely glad about that now my daughter I don't know. I, I I think she's gonna be the one that doesn't take no mess from anybody. She's gonna be like, all right, I'm I'm with the get down. So what's up? So, I mean, she yeah, she's definitely gonna be something else. Um, and like I said, I mean, I will say this. I mean, just going to my kids individually. Uh, I mean, Casey, like his personality, his personality. I mean. I like say I me. Mean, I talked about him just being like, just being like, kind of like a social butterfly, and just saying hi and bye. I mean, mind you, I me, mean, he's definitely like the life of the party. Um, the boy runs me ragged. I can tell you that, man. I if my wife is like a running joke between us. We'll and the amount of times we say, "Casey, stop. Casey, come here. Casey, get down. Casey, get over here. Casey, put that down." Casey, 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 sit down, sit down, Casey, do this, Casey, do that, blah, 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 dude, we, we will be millionaires, but at the same time, though, it's like, I wouldn't have it any other way, definitely wouldn't have it any other way, and it's funny, because, like, we went to his godfather's birthday party, mind you, we didn't have no, no, nobody to watch the kids, so we just kind of take them with us, I mean, after a while, in the way in the way he 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 sets things up is that I mean he'll be kind of quiet. He'll kind of just hang around me and mom, his mom, for a minute until he gets a little comfortable, and then he starts to kind of go around and and kind of gets a little bit more acclimated. He becomes a little bit more willing to kind of do more. And so after a while, he just started walking around without us. And mind you, people are, are talking and people are like playing with them and stuff like that. And he'll kind of just stare at them like and like when people will come in the door, he'll kind of size them up. 
time and then he'll go on to the next thing and we mind you this boy he loves to dance i'm pretty sure a lot of you guys who follow me on social media saw that um my my son he'll get out and dance and me hey i'm gonna be that boy's hype man i'm his hype man and i'm and i'm just yelling go case and go case and he just getting it and it it was funny like i said i mean i love the fact that his personality is starting to flourish and he's starting to kind of show who he is um that's him i mean he's the ultimate sweet and sour kid and that's that's why i like to call him because i mean he could be as sweet as he wants he could be as sweet as he wants to be he's a very very nice kid um he'll like i said I me mean, i told you about how he is with his, with his sister I me mean, like i may be holding him or we may be sitting next to each other he may just all of a sudden just give me a kiss on the cheek or just give me a hug um i remember when it was in california and me and his mom we we were out we were gone for like the longest and he was there with his his with his Gigi and when we came through the door first thing he he didn't run to me which was shocking because he always runs to me first but he ran to his mom and said mama and it just that kind of i think that kind of broke her down a little bit because i mean for one it took us it took him so long to start saying mom or mama consistently i mean it it just started happening maybe a few maybe about a month or two months ago but now he's starting to say mom mama and stuff like that and my wife i mean like i say i know she was definitely happy and fine it's like finally he says it but um yeah i mean he's like he's a very sweet kid and he's very smart um his vocabulary his vocabulary is definitely spreading it's starting to expand a lot more it seems like every other week he's coming up with a new word or learning a new word and it's funny because he knows what the goddamn remote is and so i'll just ask him and he'll i'll, I'll say where's the moat moat he'll go find it for me like lord have mercy this kid is a freaking sponge and so i i was telling my wife i was like look i gotta watch what i say around this boy because he's a sponge and he's starting to pick up things so i kind of have to watch myself with him and not say things that will come out of his mouth a little bit later on so but it's crazy because like when we was out in california um my mom was um, getting ready to go to the Bay Area with my sister to kind of help her get some stuff together. Um, they they had asked, "Can they take him, take our son with us?" And my, my wife and I, at first, we're like, "No, no, we're no, no, we're taking our baby home." No, but I mean, eventually we kind of got talked into allowing him to go and whatnot. And so we just say, "Look." y'all gonna need to get him this 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 and my mom and sister they did just that and Kaysen went on the plane and went to the bay area meanwhile we're going back back home and it sucks because i mean unfortunately i lost my driver's license in la so i was having difficulty getting through tsa so i miss when he i kind of miss when he jumped on the plane well when he got on the plane which definitely kind of emotional because I wanted to say bye to him and whatnot, give him a hug. But 
I will say like that week it was weird it was really weird not having him there because it's like he brings so much light and joy to the family it was just weird for those five days of not having them there it was just a little too quiet and eerily quiet quietness and I think his sister kind of missed him a little bit so um but yeah that's that's our that's our Bubba that's that's his nickname we call him Bubba for for what reason I don't know my wife called him that and he just kind of (laughs) stuck now my daughter um pumpkin like for like the first couple of days um after she was born she was just pumpkin it just that's just the name that just kind of stuck um that's daddy's pumpkin um i know her um uh, her mom we sometimes we call her mamas but nah it's her 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 nickname is pumpkin <laughs> but um her personality like i said i mean i, I really don't think I, I think she's gonna be the type that doesn't take take no no to the bs um the thing is funny is that she knows that she's pretty even though i call her pretty every day but she knows she's pretty because like when i'm facetiming my mom or my sister she'll just stare at herself in the phone and just start smiling while before somebody picks up and yeah that's that's my pumpkin she's 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 starting to kind of her little personality is starting to come out as well um but the thing is though like she doesn't cry that often i mean she'll cry only when she's hungry or sleepy or just wants to be moved around other than that i mean she's she's chilled she's chilled like she'll just sit on me and just we'll just chill we'll we'll watch tv and now like she's starting to to start starting to kind of notice um like like the kitty cartoons and stuff like that and so yeah i think that's pretty neat um overall i mean yeah that's that's my baby girl she means the world to me um yeah it's i i, I still can't believe it god dog I, i'm i'm a girl dad <laughs> but honestly i mean honestly like i mean i just pray that my kids they grow up knowing god respecting others um definitely want to teach them to strive for whatever they whatever like whatever they want to do in life let them do go do it go do it um definitely want to do something similar to what my parents did and i'm pretty sure my wife feels the same way that we definitely want to do certain things that our parents did and maybe some things that we don't want to do i mean we we don't want to do that our parents did and so like i say i mean like i say, I mean it's it's parenthood i mean from what i'm seeing like i say it's the ultimate playbook i mean i mean it's a, it's really no playbook i'm sorry because like like i stated earlier i mean it just it just comes i mean it just different things are going to arise every day um a lot of unexpected things um i mean like i say I me mean, i definitely wasn't expecting my kids to catch covid uh, i was because like my son he caught it last year well, I'm sorry. He caught in in um, he caught in in 20. What did he catch in 20? Early 2021, and then my daughter, along with my wife and myself, we caught it this year in 2022. And like I said, I mean, my my son was actually kind of down for like about 
a day and a half and he was cool my daughter yeah she kind of had it rough because she had a real nasty cough and which kind of lingered maybe about almost a, almost a month where she would just wake up in the middle of the night and just start yakking and hacking i'm sorry yeah i'll, I'll know what let me change that yeah her coughing maybe last maybe about three three and a half weeks and yeah three and a half weeks to a month and so, like I said, yeah, she would just wake up and just start hacking for about five minutes. And it was just like, and mind you, she didn't cry at all. She just kind of took it and kind of got through it like a like the trooper that she is. And she's good now. And so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying parenthood, honestly. Um, <laughs> I mean... I enjoy kind of seeing what these kids are going to do on a daily basis, what they're going to learn. I mean, now Imani is starting to, she's starting to crawl a little bit. Um, she's already saying dada, which of course, yes, you guys know, she, I definitely had a big smile on my face with that. So she's, she's doing that and yeah, she's starting to evolve. Kason's starting to evolve into the kid that he is i mean he's now he's now wanting to get out of the high chair sit at at the adult table i'm like son i'm like son look you still need to be in the kid's chair because i'm finding home a whole meal in your in your high chair after you're done so no i can't be having you mess up our chairs just yet but i mean like i mean i just love sitting back and just kind of watching their evolution as to who as who they are and who they're becoming and i mean it's 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 a beautiful thing man it's it's very beautiful um they say i mean this parent thing is it's it's probably the it's the greatest joy that i've ever experienced in my life i mean i've i've experienced a lot of great things um in my in my life um but however i mean just being a parent and being able to be there with my kids on a daily basis is honestly the biggest blessing that I can ever have. Um, I mean, I just find it weird that some, there's some dads and even some moms that are out there who don't want to be in their kids' life. I'm like, dude, how can you not? How can you not want to be in these kids' life? I mean, man, they're a joy. I mean, true, yeah. I mean, the the other parent may be a butthole or something like that. You just don't like dealing with them. But God, dog, just to not be in their life entirely, that's sad, man. That's sad. And eventually, man, these people, they're going to regret it. They're going to regret it, especially as they get a little older because time time is time is not on our side. Time is definitely not on, on our side. And so, I mean, it's best just to get in their your kid's life be there do whatever you can for them teach them right from wrong and lead them in the right positive direction so that when they get older they can fend for themselves they can do for themselves they can think for themselves and make wise and proper decisions and yeah i mean and like I said, me, I talked about spouses. I mean, having um, like having a, a partner. And honestly, I mean, I I would be remiss if I did not include my wife. Who, honestly, I honestly, the good Lord could not have picked out a better better co-parent to to to, to go on this journey with. Because honestly, she is. 
I mean, she 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 takes care of business. She makes she takes a lot of pressure off me, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I do the same for her. Um, yeah, she handles business. She makes sure the cool the, the kids are good. I'm good. She makes sure that she makes sure the house is good. I mean, she handles her business. I mean, she I know she definitely wants to do her thing on the side, such as like me open up her own business. I mean, we're making plans to do that in the in the future. Um, but. Like I said, I mean, I couldn't do this whole parenting thing without her. Lord have mercy. I mean, I, I mean, my thing is shout out to all the single parents because shoot, I could not do this parenting thing alone. And I don't know how y'all do it, but God bless y'all. But like I said, I mean, yeah, she handles her business. Yeah, she makes sure the house is the house is good and make sure that the family is straight. And honestly, I couldn't. Really, I couldn't imagine doing this thing without you, honey. So thank you. And I love you. And so um also, I mean, also shout out to um the kids, aunts and uncles. Um, well the well the kids aunt and uncle. <laughs> um, my sister and my and my sister's brother. I mean, they've been wonderful um to our kids, especially I mean, just being a, a source of support. Um, shout out to the kids grandmothers um her grandma the kids grandma who is wonderful um the kids other grandma um as me she's not doing um she's in the hospital and just praying for her her recovery as well as uh and of course um their Gigi who is my mom um who words can't express how much how much she means to me and the support that she's given me, not only throughout the, um, not only throughout the last three years, but just my life in general. So, I mean, shout out to my mom. Um, she's always willing to come out and take care of the kids. Um, and yeah, I mean, I really appreciate her. Um, I appreciate um, her, their their grandma, who is my wife's mom, um, my wife's mom, because I mean, she 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 comes out. I mean, she volunteers to help kind of get the get the house in order especially when um when my wife was down um after giving birth twice i mean she came out held held helped hold the house down while i was at work make sure the kids were good so thank you to grana on that one um shout out to all the fathers who i've watched over the years and you all know who you are because i mean i definitely gave y'all shout shout outs before um Shout out to my cousins, like I mean, my friends who I've watched, like my podcast friends as well, just uh, just in general, because like I said, I mean, I watch you guys um, from sometimes from afar, a lot of times up close and just some of the advice you guys have given me. I mean, I've greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't be here without all the support and like I said, matter of fact, yeah, my wife and I, yeah, we definitely wouldn't have made it to this point without, like, the support of everybody and everybody. And like they said, I mean, it, it takes a, it really does take a village to raise a child. And honestly, we have a very, very solid village. And that's also including the kids' grand, um, godparents. Uh, both of them, both sets have been phenomenal. Um, I know my daughter just met her godparents for the first time about a couple weeks ago at their baby shower. And so, I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely a very nice experience. And like I said, shout out to Casey's godparents who've been phenomenal. 
Um, there have been times where they've taken the kids for us while we've went out. Um, so thank you guys. And so, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I just want to thank everybody from for taking taking time to listen to another episode of the 310 Podcast. Hey, if you have any questions about the show, you can reach out at the310podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you guys think about um, Ben Simmons, James Harden, Tom Brady, or hey, man, if you guys have any advice for your boy in terms of parenting, man, let me know. Because like I said, me, there's no playbook to this thing, and I'm just kind of kind of just riding this thing and just kind of just kind of riding by the seat of my pants and just hopefully i can just kind of guide these kids right so hey like i said man if you guys have anything man any any jewels about parenting man let me know and so with that being said hey i'm your man kmart i'll catch you later peace